0: Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. Today I speak to Zheng Wan Group Chief Strategy and Planning Officer, Fraser's Property Limited. Now, we're going to talk about quite a few things. We're going to start with sustainability, how they practice it within their daily operations, and then we'll move on from there. Welcome to the show. Now, we said we're going to talk about sustainability. Fraser's properties efforts in sustainability, how does it factor into the company's ethos and what have you done in the name of sustainability?
1: Yeah, I think when we look at phrases property as a company, mm-hmm. we're really looking at how do you build a company for the long term. right? And sustainability is very much um, in the context of building a resilient mm-hmm. and sustainable business for the long term, right? You know, if we look at the current environment, there's been a lot of changes sure. with um, disruption, whether we're seeing climate change issues, digital mm-hmm. disruption, and of course, like cross-generational issues. So I think when we look at holistic and all of that, Um, sustainability is really very much about how do we make sure that we are proactive about these changes that we're facing Mm -hmm. and how do we embed it in terms of how we approach our customers in our business, not only in our strategy, but also um, how we relate to our stakeholders across um, the group. Okay, so
0: these stakeholders that you're talking about, both external, which would be your customers, has there been a change in their requests and requirements of you over the years.
1: Yeah, I think if you look at, um, well, we're in many different asset classes, whether it's... from office space to mm-hmm. retail to hospitality and our home buyers. Let's start with the office tenants, especially sure. looking at multinational companies. Right. Um, I think they're now a lot more conscious in terms of sustainability. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to their space usage and also their employee expectations, the expectations are higher. Right. So we are seeing um, that feedback. I mean, if you look at Microsoft, for example, they're looking at not net carbon zero, but negative carbon, which right. is really pushing but it on That's on really pushing it, yes. Yeah. So I, we see that, and of course, um, for our hospitality guests, mm-hmm. they're a lot more conscious about their carbon footprint, sure. the impact they have on the environment, and all of that has got to be taken into consideration when we look at our supply chain, how we're sourcing, and also really how um, we're building and managing our buildings. Okay, if we talk about that asset class, hospitality, yeah.
0: I've spoken to a lot of different large hotel chains. It's interesting because they've said maybe five years ago, the guests would be upset if you took away their single-use soaps. Now they're demanding it. Have you seen that in in hospitality as well in the properties you manage?
1: Yeah, I think now um, we're a lot more conscious about not replacing mm-hmm. um, the soap they needed. Right. I've been to some hotels; they replace the soap constantly. I've got right. to hide my soap <laughs> so that they don't replace it. I've got to bring right. my own soap. Right. Um, but it is something that I think is is, is very real. Mm-hmm. So, but that goes into like how do we manage on the housekeeping front and making sure everyone is aligned on the sustainability piece.
0: Okay, now, and let's talk about. Because you are also uh, you you build homes. How about the home buyers? Are they looking at the properties and what it comes with the properties in the name of sustainability differently? Were they even asking
1: five, six, ten years ago? Are they asking now? I think it differs from market to market, mm-hmm. but um, what's most out front, I think, on people's mind is energy usage. Sure. Right. So, for example, um, in Australia. Um, there's people a lot more conscious about uh, the impact of the property in a real estate environment. Mm-hmm. So, what um, we look at is how do you provide renewable energy? Or, in the a, in a case of Australia, we look at using geothermal energy to help offset energy costs uh, for, for the residents. So, I think to the extent where there's flexibility and ability to do so, we would factor that into. The design of the building right. for the longer term for the home buyers.
0: How difficult is it? You have different asset classes, and you are in different regions. You are managing a lot of different expectations and and a lot of different kinds of customers. How challenging is that?
1: Mm, it's challenging, but it's not insurmountable. I mm-hmm. think the important starting point is that we need internal awareness and understanding of how it's done. So a lot of focus um, that we do is on keeping abreast of what's happening out there and being at the forefront of that. And um, a lot of this is also about the leadership tone from the top, the emphasis of its importance, and ensuring that we build it into our day-to-day practices in terms of how we design, how we build, how we run the business, and down to how do we communicate with our tenants on on sustainability. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. When we turn our attention to something we've been talking about quite a bit over the last week, inclusion and diversity. Now, every one of us wants to see uh, the best possible boss. Do you see a change in employees' attitudes where they might have been more comfortable with a male boss at one point in the past, but now it's more a case of, I just want a great boss? Do you think that's becoming more
1: prevalent amongst employees? Well, I, I didn't know that people were looking for a male boss <laughs> to start with. Um, I think it's really about people, when they've got bosses or who they report to, they want to show up at work mm-hmm. being themselves right. and being who they are, being real. right? And having um, a, a, a boss who's able to recognize people for who they are, I mean, regardless of whether a boss is like man or woman, mm-hmm. I think that's really what people are looking for. Okay, so in within a phrases... How well
0: do you think you
1: score on the uh,
0: diversity and inclusion front?
1: Um, I, would, I would like to think that we do well. I mean, about 37% of our senior leadership team is women. That's excellent. And our employee base, almost 50% are women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've got many uh, females in prominent business leadership positions. So I think that's that's a good point. But putting that aside it's also putting into practice on, on what we do. So, for example, um, on the training front, mm-hmm. We um, try to create awareness through um, subconscious bias workshops to let people be aware of the biases that they face, and at the same time, um, we, we also want to be quite vocal in terms of how we support diversity and inclusion. For example, you know, we've just sign up for um, the United Nations principles for the empowerment of women, so that okay. we can uh, make um, a more public stance on this. Okay, the percentage that you have in senior management is fantastic. It's actually the highest number
0: I've heard. Of anyone I've interviewed this year on the issue of diversity and inclusion, usually I'm hearing 24, 26 point something percent, but you're well past the 30. Is that where you want it to be? Are you looking at it being complete gender parity where it's 50-50 or is it not a number that you're setting for yourselves? You just want the best people in the job?
1: Yes, it's about having the best person on job. Mm-hmm. So um, we did not set out any target. It's right. why we look at the numbers. We're like, oh, we're thirty seven percent. That's That's, that's a good pretty number. good. Yeah, and it's not consciously about trying to work towards a number. It's just really focusing on the best person for the job. That's what you're saying. All right. Which is
0: a, which is a great way to do it. On the other side, you've talked about women empowerment and the like. How do the men feel about this thirty seven percent of senior women <laughs> ma- management?
1: Well it's good that you asked because I'm actually very heartened that we've got this conversations on D&I within the company. Mm-hmm. And everyone's very supportive because it's really very much about respect for human beings at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't make a difference whether it's men or women. Right. So when we look at that number as thirty seven percent, I think we, we we are happy about that and and it means that we're making good progress on this front. Right. Have there been challenges though along the way?
0: Do you think do you think women leaders, senior leaders? face unique challenges as senior women in management?
1: Well, that... As one yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that there are a few things. One is, is a practical aspect of it, like mm-hmm. time management. Right. Right. So um, as senior leaders, you tend to be busier. So how do you do your time? For, for male leaders, the expectation is they're out there working. But for women, if the expectation is that they spend time at home, mm-hmm. then I think that makes it a bit harder. But then it's about effective time management and finding a partner at home who's quite supportive. right? Um, and I think that's also an aspect in terms of stereotype beliefs and societal expectations. Right. So if you look at a Harvard study done several years ago, of the 200,000 people they surveyed, 76% of both men and women believe that women are better to be working at home and men should be better having a career. Really? Yeah. This was a
0: Harvard study.
1: Yeah. This so, is surprising. Yeah. So in that sense, it's, you know, that, that um, stereotype or that belief, mm. it, it's not just for men, it's also women have similar beliefs. So I think for women, you know, they have to, in a way, fight that stereotype. Of Do course you think been, that holds us back? Yeah, of, of course it does. I mean, and other, other studies have also shown that women are a lot more, conscious about how they behave at work. Mm -hmm. So if you're being confident, it's being viewed as being assertive or bossy. Mm -hmm. And so like women feel like they need overcompensate by being extra compassionate, right? Right. So that sense there's a lot more things that they need to take into account as compared to what it would be otherwise. Right. Okay. I understand what you're saying. And also I've been told that
0: senior women management have a little bit of a problem speaking up when they need to within the circle of senior managers, men have no problems, saying, you know, putting their hand up and, and suggesting something, even if it's not a particularly good idea. But for a woman, she has to be more than convinced. It's a very good idea before she opens her mouth. Do you think that is the case?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. No, I I, no, I think it's really more about the group setting you're in. Right. So let's say if you're in a group setting when you're the minority. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, let's say, if it's a man sitting in a group of all women. Right. Maybe they might not want to speak out immediately. Mm-hmm. So because it, everyone is very different from you, right? And so maybe when they feel like they need to speak out, they need to second guess themselves and make sure that super right or extra right before they say anything. So I think it's a function of the social context and setting mm-hmm. um, as well as who the individual is. But... I mean, personally, for myself, I didn't feel like that's been an obstacle.
0: Well, that's great for you. Before
1: I let you go, uh, what are
0: future initiatives, future plans within Fraser's to be more diverse, to be more inclusive? Or again, are there any plans? Because you've already said the best person for the job.
1: I think there are a few elements that's internal and external. So, mm-hmm. internal, I think, with regards to employees, it's bringing everyone on a journey, mm-hmm. keeping everyone engaged. And um, letting everyone know that this is really about um, being respectful. And with that, it allows us, you know, to be real, bring ourselves to work Mm -hmm. and we can be collaborative and progressive as a company. In terms of the external environment, um, we focus a lot on community investment or CSR. Mm -hmm. And there are things that we can do uh, to be inclusive with respect to the customers and the communities that we serve. Okay. And on that great note, thank
0: you so much for coming in and talking to us. Actually, the, some of the things that you said has been surprising because it's not consistent with some of the other women I've spoken to, but I find it intriguing what you said and very heartening. We've been speaking to Tsung Shi, Group Chief Strategy and Planning Officer from Fraser's Property Limited. You are on Money FM eighty nine point three. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.